Hello and welcome to Hanging Out with Hangar 9, the best unofficial London Spitfire and British Hurricane fan podcast. I'm Squiddy. And I'm Kiwi. Oh, lovely mug there. And welcome to this week's episode. And firstly, we'd like to address the social media blackout you may have seen Spitfire and Hangar 9 take part in. It was also part of a wider movement from the English football clubs uh, to help combat racism uh, specifically on social media. I have a quote here from the Premier League saying that, that we want social media companies to do more to prevent the online discriminatory abuse received by players and many others across the world, which goes without any real-life consequences for the perpetrators. We know that a boycott alone will not eradicate this, which is why we will continue to take proactive steps to call for change. We will not stop challenging social media companies until discriminatory online abuse is removed from our game and wider society and i think absolutely a a worthwhile endeavor trying to make online a safe place for everybody regardless of your gender race sexuality whatever really yeah i think the problem with online bullying um is if someone if someone said half the things (laughs) to my face that they say to me online I, I would end them, physically end them. <laughs> yeah. um, but you can't you can't do that online. There's a lot of platforms are getting better mm. um, at policing this. Blizzard in particular is getting better at policing this, but it is something that the awareness still needs to be there. It's not going away yet. We need to keep pushing it. And uh, yeah, this weekend was an absolutely great way to do that. And hopefully it's something that, more people are now aware of and a common goal we can all strive towards. It did mean though that the work of our wonderful graphic designers at Hangar 9 was unfortunately mm. missed. So yeah, we are we are going to showcase this right here right now in the podcast because it deserves to be seen. We have a very talented bunch of people that can do graphics. I can't do anything. But uh, in over in terms of Overwatch news, uh, let's look to that. We got a skin. We got a the first ever tournament design skin uh, for the May Melee, and it was MM May, which is different to the skin that everyone voted for. That Anna, which became the Anna skin with the owl grey and white, orange, grey and orange. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's still coming ahead. This is just a different skin that they've made, and I absolutely love the look of it. I play with this skin; it gives me a certain power on may oh yes <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy that we got this i didn't know we needed it until i saw it and i was like i need this in my life so yeah and it's an homage to um i, I don't know the fighter's name so i'm so so sorry but um a recent chinese fighter yeah who won um, the world uh, 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 yeah. won the title belt which is absolutely amazing and exactly and with maybe in chinese as well it's a nice little nod very respectful and the skin itself is banging so i am curious though are they doing this kind of thing for each tournament this year i believe because so if I... so what are we going to end up with for the june joust is it going to be like reinhardt ready reinhardt with a joust he's got the big hammer Maybe met. May, I'm trying to think of melee heroes. Really, maybe Genji, maybe Brig, maybe Ryan. Brig would be a nice combination to do with her being like Reinhardt's protege mm. and 
there's quite a few medieval brig skins. You could probably work it into that. That'd be quite cool. Yeah, I think it's also based on what characters have been played a lot at the time as well, because there will be hero bands, I think, for the June Joust. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of brig at the minute, mm. but that might change. So and of we'll, course, we'll wait and see. Always... I think brig. And of course, the Zoe spray has been added in-game. Is a bit of a faff to get it. You have to go to your character you want it on, go to the sprays, and then scroll all the way down. It's near where the Overwatch teams are, I believe, and then equip it that way. It is a bit of a long-winded process, but I do like the spray. It is. is it timed, or is it always there now? If you unlocked it, because you unlocked it via the watching opening weekend, I believe. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. four hours, I think, maybe. You unlocked it somehow, you have it forever. Oh, yay. So I don't have to, like, go into my Blizzard right now and, like, equip no. it on everything. No, absolutely. Yay, panic over, guys. Panic over. And, of course, you can earn that by linking your Battle.net to your YouTube account or watching via the OverwatchLeague.com website. Of course, you may have already earned it by watching all the Spitfire games for the May Melee. And, unfortunately, we end the tournament 0-4, but... You have to say the improvement from week one, that Spitfire I played, to week two against Boston and Toronto is monumental. You can already see changes being made and a lot more competitive. Nearly won the game against Boston. I think that mm. was... It was down to the wire. It got... It, that was an exciting game to watch. Yeah, it's... It's a difficult one because... London fans are frustrated, understandably. Like, who wouldn't be frustrated yeah. going on for? Um, and we could sit here all day and say, it's going to get better, guys. Don't <laughs> give up. It's not going to change the way that people feel until it mm. happens. I, I get that. I feel your pain. I feel your frustration. But that game against Boston, even the game against Toronto, they were exciting games. Yeah. And you could see that the synergy was starting to happen, changes were being made, it looked a lot better in terms of play style. And don't forget the first two games, like look at where Houston and Dallas are now. Yeah. So They're I'm not too concerned. I'm I'm still I still got the faith. But yeah, if you are frustrated, I get it. Um, but yeah, just watch the space because we are improving. Yeah, absolutely. I do want to talk about the stall that Spitfire did on Temple of Anubis. I believe it was yes. against Toronto. <sighs> no, Toronto, I don't know how we kept that point. That was pure hurricane from last season. It was so chaotic, but kept it going. Like that fight hurricane did last year on Route 66. I can't remember who it was against. Maybe Ex Oblivioni where they were somehow able to keep their massive win streak alive. We had we got that back. Somehow. <laughs> yeah. It was reminiscent of that, and I think that's what people want to see. They just want to see that fight, that drive. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, Cam, for making you break out the bleep machine, but that fight was scrappy as shit. Like, <laughs> it was so just like, oh, my God. Like, I can't handle You know when you sat in your chair and you're like, uh, edge of the seat. It was edge it of the was, seat stuff. It was horrible, but it was so good at the same time. And I, for me, the the key moments to take away from that map was that Molfig is an absolute beast on that Sigma. Yeah, and he came through absolutely clutch when we needed him the most. Absolutely. So 
Oh, chef's kiss to I, I think that also shows that what the players from former Hurricane now, they are able to step up to Overwatch League level. They're just... It, I think a lot of people are expecting that building process. We're going against teams who have experience within the league. They have resources and maybe a bit more synergy than we may have currently. But I, I, I'm not, I'm not too worried. I think. Look, it, we, it, it's looking forward, and worst comes to worst, it can't really go much worse. That is true. It takes time. Optimistic takes time. nihilism. <laughs> Yeah, we're already seeing improvements. Mm. It does take time. Yeah, it's hard at the time. I have to go and have a break after watching <laughs> the games. Um, but you've got to look at the state of the league at the minute as well. Like There are teams that we thought were immortal, and now we've seen them bleed. Yeah. Like Look at Shock, look at Shanghai. As far as NA and APAC were concerned... They were untouchable. They were gods. Mm -hmm. And we have seen both of them bleed heavily. Like, shot got boomed. <laughs> Absolutely. And it, you move the point on brilliantly to just kind of... It was the final weekend of the main melee before all the playoffs were decided. And absolute... Um, madness. Bedlam was unleashed. <laughs> I, I don't... You had to. You could predict the top the two teams that would go through to progress to go to Hawaii, to be in that main melee final tournament. I don't think every anyone or everyone predicted Dallas and Florida to go through. I put down Houston and Shock. I forgot. Personally, you forgot. <laughs> I completely forgot. I have been so bad with my pickups mm. because my memory is awful. But I did. I did want Dallas to go through. I think I wanted Dallas and Houston to go through. Mm. Um, because I've, I've been pushing Houston for a while. Um, although after seeing like the tilting st like strategy they got going on, I'm less of a fan now. But Dallas, I just wanted the cycle of misery to end. <laughs> for those poor Dallas fans and end it has in spectacular fashion absolutely they I, I think when they they lost to Houston and they didn't have the greatest of starts so losing their exe in their hit scam I think a lot of people were thinking oh maybe maybe not but they have turned it around massively and I they could be going into this main melee tourney as possibly up there they are yes but they are up there but. with your favorite team yes they are gonna have to fight for it and it is gonna be scrappy and chaotic and just wonderful because their first game i believe is against chengdu it is right? it is indeed and we are fully in the chengdu zone at this point like if with the apac games we get to wake up on a saturday Sunday morning and able to watch some live Overwatch. It's brilliant. It's kind of like last And it's not season. too early. It's no. not too early. 10 a.m. It's, like it's not too bad. Yeah. On a Sunday, Saturday, that's fine. It has been absolutely brilliant to, to, to be able to see the rise of Chengdu. The, the pickup Gaga on this ball has been amazing. They brought in against Seoul. Their entire B lineup. Players we haven't seen. B lineup. Yeah, sorry, B. They brought in Armeng. <laughs> 
You can't remember the others now, can you? No, I can't. <laughs> they brought in... Players we've not seen in a yes. while, basically. Everyone on the internet, all those armchair analysts, saw the lineup and was like, Chengdu have just thrown it away. Why have they done this? But no, their B team came in and absolutely rolled. Yep. What can you say? I think it. I, I think that now shows the arguably the scary depth that Chengdu have in their side, and that's gonna be interesting. Shanghai also got through a bit. It was a, it was very close against Philly Fusion, who also looked very good this year. But again, see, seemingly they get to like a close to a final, they don't seem to ever be able to clinch it. Is it like the NYXL curse? Oh no, no! Ha- don't put that on. Is there, a, is there is there a Philly curse now? Oh no! Well, keep watch this space because I do feel like Philly. It's too early mm. to say Philly are cursed. Philly can bounce back. Look at they've the got th- roster. They've got three other tournaments to do, so maybe yeah. we'll see then. But yeah, they'll credit- be fine. But Chengdu rolled their way confidently into the final. Well, the the main melee tournament. Shanghai, not so much. Shanghai mm. really had to work to get in there. And I don't think at the beginning of the season, anyone would have predicted that. No, I, I think what this Overwatch League season has done and done absolutely brilliantly is being the unpredictable mess that everyone wanted. No one wants yes. to watch the same teams beat the same teams and roll them constantly. That's not good entertainment. You want closer matches. You want the underdog stories that you get... It, it, it it's just it, I think this season of Overwatch League has been one of the best I've seen so far the fact Washington were top seed of NA just blew my mind I mean they have played absolutely incredibly yeah but they just were unable to get that final Florida man Florida are on it Florida Florida diff you know it's the synthwave aesthetic it gives them power although i'm just happy to see the shock lose (laughs) i think a lot of people were come at me shock fans (laughs) happy to see the shock lose but of course the grand finals or the finals of the main melee are this weekend and unfortunately for eu like season one like season two it is the most inconvenient times for us it is 2 3 30 and 5 in the morning for all the matches with the grand finals being sunday morning 2 a.m so that's saturday into the sunday it's ridiculous it is it is not great if you want those extra tokens or if you've got a bizarre sleep pattern it probably actually works for you yeah penny will be fine yeah penny one of our graphics designers will be fine maybe you listening as well uh, Kiwi, what are your predictions going into the main melee tourney? Who do you think will come out on top? Grand fi- will win the finals. So you don't want my like baby step predictions? We're going all in there. Who's I gonna think win going the all all in because there's so many different permutations. Oh, my final! I have got Dallas versus Chengdu. So one of them is obviously going to have to go for a losers bracket run. Mm-hmm. Um. I, you, you already know what I'm going to say. I've got Chengdu coming out of this thing on top. Dallas a close second. But yeah. my, my boys in Chengdu are going to are gonna crush it. No, I am, very, I am very similar. I actually have Chengdu 4-0-ing whoever they're against. I'm fairly sure I think I put Dallas, but I haven't confirmed my uh, Pick'em's yet. Cause Is Pick'em's that for your final? For my final, yes. Yeah. 
Uh, Pick'ems are open, but you cannot change them once you have submitted. So I, I, I advise just take a little bit of time. Nah, I've submitted. Gone in there. Change you. <laughs> Producer can as well. It's worth noting that. I'm going to stop you right there, Kiwi. I'm definitely not missing my opportunity to put in some upset potential for the May Melee final. I have said it all of last season, and I'll say it again now. Y'all are sleeping on Paris. Dallas, I mean, Dallas. They're, they're totally still Dallas, right? Paris looked amazing when they were Paris. They've only upgraded now, and now that they're playing to their strengths, these guys know what they're doing. I am, I will put money on the table that Dallas come out of May Melee, the winners of their first title, I guess. Come at me, Chengdu fans. Come at me, Kiwi. <laughs> For this final, it's going to be very spicy between me and Cam because we've both got Dallas Chengdu finals, but I've gone for Chengdu, he's gone for Dallas. So there's going to be like a lot of pride on the line over here at Hangar 9. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what's also going to be an interesting factor in this grand finals is, of course, that Hawaii factor. Of course, with the NA teams flying across to get that direct line um, to the APAC regions. I think for Overwatch League have done an incredible job trying to actually get this organized and stuff. And not many other esports leagues are doing it in the way that Overwatch League are. Uh, League of Legends had their MSI coming up, which is being housed on land in Iceland, which I think has a fairly good COVID rate. And by good, I mean low, not high. Very low. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify. Yeah. But having this online still sticks with that kind of overall with the league, which is fully online. So I'm glad it's keeping it, but making it definitely more competitive. Yeah, and I mean, it's Hawaii. <laughs> it is Hawaii you, as well. As an NA team, if you needed any extra motivation to get into a tournament, the trip to Hawaii, man. Like, yeah. Who doesn't want that? Iceland's great and all, League of Legends, but... Hawaii. Yeah, absolutely. And then, Take of course, of course, before the grand finals, which we've already done our predictions, so we have got our pet threads. Fairly sure we've got Nuna from you and yes. a cat by the name of Toulouse uh, give us their predictions or their take for uh, the weekend's games and a bit spicy, I would say. They are spicy takes. And, like, I don't know, obviously I can't speak for Toulouse, um, who is Nika's cat, because um, I wasn't there. But Nuna had zero hesitation with these picks. <laughs> Although in, in the picture, which you will see at some point, I'm pointing everywhere because I don't know where they're going to be. Um, she does look a little worried um, about her Florida pick, but looks very happy and very smug with her Chengdu pick. So she clearly takes after me. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Toulouse uh, had the same ideas as Nuna in terms of the picks, if I'm correct. Yes, both both pets have gone with Florida and Chengdu to win the first round games, which would, of course, put Shanghai and Dallas in the lower bracket, which should be quite an exciting match, to be fair. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think before we end, Kiwi, we like to do it. What is your upset potential for this weekend? 
I don't really feel like there is upset potential this weekend because all of the teams involved have really proven themselves to be there. Um, if I had to say upset potential, it'd probably be that Florida beat Shanghai okay. in the first round. My... Quite easily as well, like a roll. We'll go 3-0, 3-0 Florida. Yeah. I, I think my, mine was on the long, along the same lines about Florida, but mine is to do with actually Florida getting straight through into the grand finals. I Even though I predicted Dallas, and that's my true prediction, my upset take of it is that Florida may just become fully cracked and just blitz their way to the grand finals, but then lose. Uh, okay, so like a, a massive underdog run. But without the happy ending. Yes, absolutely. I'd call Florida the underdogs because that's what they have been in previous seasons. But Mm. honestly, the team that I'm worried for the most going into the main melee is Shanghai. Mm -hmm. For me, they look the weakest out of everybody. And I never thought I'd be saying that. Sorry, Shanghai. Uh, absolutely i think i think that this may be a tourney is looking f- looking to be one of the best that we may have in the future and if you're staying up to watch it or setting an alarm to wake up in time yes. i hope you very much enjoy it i think i'll be doing the same setting lots an alarm of coffee i'm not to- even going to sleep lots uh, and lots of coffee. <laughs> yeah i'll be make i'll be making sure i'm watching uh it live but Thank you all so very much for watching this week's episode. If you want to get involved with us, uh, you can find our social medias in the description below. And of course, don't forget to comment below maybe what you think will happen this May Melee Sunday, Saturday, this weekend even. What you think will happen and who the eventual winner will be. Yes, and we want to not only hear your spicy takes, but we want to see and hear your pet spicy takes as well. So tag us in those pet predictions over at Hangar9 on Twitter or LDN underscore Hangar9 on Instagram. And of course, don't forget to join our Discord where a lot of fun, a lot of discussion on Overwatch League happens. Uh, we also run games nights, tournaments and different sorts of events throughout the year. So please come on along and join. Of course, we also have our Pickens League, which has some really good people very much near the t- very high. I'm very low at the, near the bottom. Yeah. I'm not big brain enough to be um, anywhere near the top. But uh, join if you think you can beat your fellow engineers in terms of predictions. But until next time, everyone, wash your hands, aces high. Fangs out and hang loose.